ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the season finale of Right Sides Only. It's not we're not we're not done. We're just done no. with this season. Y'all aren't lucky enough for us to stop talking. Well, yeah, they could just stop listening. I mean, they could, <laughs> but mean, they're not going to. I get well. I threaten them. All right, <laughs> that's one way to keep your audience. Yeah. Just, Life hack: How to keep your audience. Tell them you'll murder them if you <laughs> if they stop listening to your podcast. We Subscribe for other fun tips. We have metrics yeah, to know. Do. Yeah, if that you one guy from Canada. <laughs> but um, that's okay, great. I'm sorry to start our show that's off great. on like a, such a negative, threatening. <laughs> No. That's how you start a that's how you start an episode. Well, let's get the cat out of the bag. The reason that we've been waiting for so long for this and it finally has happened. What? They have announced the announcement of GTA 6. They have announced that there will be an announcement. It's a very expensive game. It's it's going to be 1 billion to 2 billion dollars. I cannot afford that. <laughs> so I will attempt to save up. I'm gonna have to sell my dog. <laughs> so wait, it's just an announcement. Did we have a date? No, just early December of this year. What? It's, no, is there gonna? That's when they will make the oh. official announcement. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're not releasing. I they out of nowhere releasing said, hey, GTA guys, like Six in three days. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? But like, also, what I feel is gonna happen is everybody is so. I don't know if you saw, but the actual like tweet. Is like the third one in that chain of tweets where they're talking about like the 25th anniversary or whatever. And like the last one is the one that says, oh, also we'll be giving an official teaser, getting it next month. It has like 1.5 million likes. Wow. It's it's crazy. What does that have? I, I gotta, mean, I, I feel like there's not a person on earth that hasn't played GTA 5 at some point. My mom hasn't. Okay, well, you your, know what I meant by hasn't. that. Yeah, okay. Turnpike. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, every, yeah, your mom hasn't played GTA. <laughs> you know who hasn't played GTA? Your mom. Your mom. <laughs> well, um, I hold on. I, now I get, now I got to figure out. It has 1.3 million likes, 127 million views. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> you know what also had 127 million views? Not NASCAR. Oh, I thought it was NASCAR. No. No? No. Oh, yeah, it was like 2 million. Yeah, it was down. It was was down. It was bad. (laughs) Guys, Ah. it is so over. NASCAR is so done. Update. It's over. It's never been more over than it is right now. Make room for the Cars Tour. Okay, Cars Tour has like like maximum like 200 people that care about it. No, that is not true at all. Uh, Cars Tour. Okay, name me other than you and our friends... At Ashton Higgins Motorsports. Name, you can't use them. Who's someone else you know that likes Cars Tour? Well, I don't know a lot of them. Yeah, see. But here's the thing. Fake fan. From, no, it's not a fake fan. Yeah, Cars Tour. Yeah. Okay, shut your mouth. Continue. That, that all you have? Yes, shut your mouth. No, but from a horse's mouth, which we happen to know the horse. And oh, we know this horse? This horse, well, his the horse's cousin was on... This show a couple weeks ago. Oh. When they, I asked them what is more beneficial to them because I asked them, are they going to run the pro late model tour again next year? And he was like, well, we don't know. We've got the ARCA car too. Because you remember, they ran a couple yes. ARCA races. Like, they ran at Bristol. I went out of curiosity, ago. what is it more beneficial for y'all to run? ARCA or um, Cars Pro Late Model? He's like, well, we get more eyeballs on Cars Tour. Yeah, no. Th- yeah, no duh. Like, what? But, yeah, of no, course. You, I don't think you realize how big of a deal that is, though, because Arca, while yes, it is pitiful to say the least, is it not on cable sometimes? Maybe I don't know. I don't watch Arca. It's terrible. I know. No one watches it because it has such a bad reputation yeah. that why would I ever watch Arca? Why? You why would anyone? Why would anyone sponsor anyone to drive an Arca? You shouldn't. Why would you choose to drive an Arca? You shouldn't. Why Why do we continue to try the ARCA experiment? It's well, I, I think it's a thing because I think it's just a thing because one, NASCAR has spent so much money 
to buy Arca. So we've got the sunk cost fallacy where we've already invested so much money, we can't quit investing money because then the money we've already invested will be wasted. Yes. So we will continue to waste more money, thus exacerbating the problem. Well, that makes it I, even I, worse I when wonder, we decided to cut I wonder it, what the behind the scenes of NASCAR is when it comes to Arca. Like, what Terrible. do they think? Terrible. I just want to know what they think because they could be thinking, "Hey, we we need to scrap this," or they could be thinking, "There are no live uh, shocking live look in at whoever's in charge of Arca." Nothing. There's nothing happening. There's there's <laughs> nothing in there. Their their brain and their head doesn't have thoughts and emotions. It's just race car. Look, I'm just saying... No offense to whoever actually is in charge of Arca. They probably don't want it to be like it is. It just is. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole lot of issues with it. And I think part of it is the car. And that, to me, when you're talking fourth tier, it does not need to be a car that you have to make that can only be raced in Arca. You know? I mean, we've made this comment before. I would not be surprised if we fast forward 10 years and Cars Tour is the fourth tier. I mean, it should be the fourth tier like starting like tomorrow. So. Yeah, it should be. But you know how that goes with the red tape of um, Arca still exists and we have partners that we're trying to please and we can't just shut all that down overnight. And you also have to work through what are the details because NASCAR doesn't own Cars Tour, you know? But there are a lot of NASCAR sympathizers. <laughs> you make it sound like it's a political movement. <laughs> there are no, Well, there are you think some about... Some of you, you in think, this room hold on a minute. like NASCAR. So when you think about the amount of... I mean, we're talking affiliation with NASCAR, big business. There's a lot of... Um, a lot of relationships with sponsors and stuff. Everything's got to work out perfect for stuff like that to happen. And if they, if it wasn't Dale Jr. who owned the series, it would never be in a thought process that that could happen. Is but Dale because, Jr. the only person that cares about NASCAR? <laughs> because sometimes it seems like he is. It, really. <laughs> I, I would not be upset if he was made what president. What is wrong with everyone else? Yeah, we don't know why the sport's failing. Well, what are you going to do about it? Ask Dale. Nothing. <laughs> we'll let Dale do it. Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like. It's it's so we're so lucky that the sports I mean, I'm gonna say the most popular driver ever. Yeah. Hot take. Big time. The most popular driver of all time he is. is like also like the messiah of stock car racing at the same time. Well, I mean you gotta it's like look- you couldn't pick a better dude for that to be, and it's yeah. very lucky that he is what he is. And you got to look at it like I think you're very much right that he is the most popular ever, and I don't think it's necessarily because of his accolades or anything other than he was the most popular driver in 2007, in 2006, in 2005 when NASCAR was. I mean, there's conversation if NASCAR would ever overtake NFL, you know, and well, a lot of, a lot of I've never understood well. Kind of, I I I I understand it, but I don't, um, because, you know, it's like, well, people leave and they're like, oh, well, so and so, they just ain't racing anymore, and it's just not for me. Like my grandma, she hasn't watched a NASCAR racing eons at this point, because you know who she liked? She liked Rusty Wallace. She can no longer turn on the TV and see Rusty Wallace. So why would you turn on the TV? I I never understood that. Well, I kind I I was always like, man. Why could you not do that? But then I realized, you see that picture up there, that that fella, that signed photo? How long has it been since you watched an NFL game? I'm pointing at a picture of Drew Brees. Drew Brees is like my all-time hero. He was the reason I played football, my hero. I was a diehard football fan for a majority of my life. And ever since Drew has retired, the amount of football I have watched has cratered. I don't even. I don't even know if I. I don't even average a, a game a week now. I used to watch four games on Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, all the in between games. Like I, I was watching football every chance I could watch football. Yeah. Now after my guy is gone, I I don't care as much. Yeah. I I just don't get that at all. And it's and, and it's it's weird for me to admit that because I was like I'll never be one of those people, but I am one of those people. 
in a different context. But I am one of those people. And, like, I still like football. I still keep up with everything that's happening. I just don't tune in. Yeah. To Because when I was really into it, a meaningless game between two crap teams, well, it's football. I'm going to watch it. Well, and here's here's the reason why I don't get it. To me, during the race, can you tell who's in the cars? If you painted all the cars matte black, no numbers, no nothing, could you tell which one was your driver? No. Unless you have Quinn Half out there, you are not going to be able to tell who the driver is. You can probably tell which one's Ross Chastain. Maybe. Maybe. It just depends what day. You know? Some days, yeah. yes. Quinn Half, you'd always know because he'd be pitting from the fourth lane. <laughs> Five wide. Five wide. Cause a whole wreck. But unless you got Quinn Half out there or Ty Dillon, you're not going to know who those cars are. So, like, I get the personality matters, and you want to be able to cheer for the person that you can relate with and stuff, but a lot of times you, it doesn't matter. You're going to see the same racing whether that guy's there or not. I think a lot of it is why I've enjoyed Trucks and Xfinity less this season is... And this 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 will talk into what I'm t- talking about in the playoffs here in just a second. Is I don't watch like racing is how do I I don't know how to exactly to explain in a good way what I'm trying to to say. Here. Well, your vocabulary is pretty small, so I know my vernacular <laughs> is impeccable, and I would implore you to think a little bit deeper on it. So anyway, but <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is football in a like football. I'm I'm losing it. Racing in a microcosm is you can watch a race and it's entertaining. But why I watch the race is I'm watching to see who wins. You know, great racing is great racing, but when it boils down to it, I am tuning in to see who is going to win this race at Martinsville because it's it's setting up this season-long story, you know? And great stories make for great television and they make you tune in. So... I don't know. Let's say this year in Formula One, Max Verstappen has broken every record possible, basically. Yeah. He's made his teammate look like an absolute <laughs> buffoon. Sergio Perez is a really good, or he was, I don't know what's going on, but there hasn't been a story to this season. The story has been pull in. Max Verstappen gets pole. Max Verstappen wins. Go home. That's just how it is. There's not a story. Now, 2021, when you've got Lewis, Max, having probably, I would say, the greatest title fight of all time. There's some dirty racing going on. There's some shenanigans. There's Lewis Hamilton getting disqualified from the race, having to start in the pit lane, running the whole race back and winning it from the back in one weekend like that's that's a story that you're following along and it went down to the final lap of the final race and that's the most i think i've ever been in a invested in a sporting season ever doesn't matter what sport what you know anything that was the most i've ever been invested in anything when max verstappen won i think it took everything not like in me to not just go ballistic because that was exactly what i wanted to happen and it happened, and I was so happy that it happened. So, you know, like like that stuff matters. And when the story is altered in a way, like the playoffs, how they alter the story of the season, it just makes me go like, what's the point? If If you read a book and eight chapters are congruent and they all fit with each other, and then chapters... 9, 10, and 11 are like three different stories completely. I don't want to read that book. That's insane. Finish the story I started, not start four more stories in the time. I don't know. Weird rant, but that's just how I've been feeling the last couple days. Yeah. Excellent commentary, Green. Thank you. You're welcome. You were not paying attention. I zoned out at the end, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Thanks I, a lot. I saw news, okay? Okay, Great. Semi-important news. Who cares? 
You know how we were talking about how bad Arca is? Yeah. Their schedule's released. No one, not a single person listening to this podcast cares about the Why Arca is Arca a Daytona? Arca does not need to be a Daytona. That's the one race a year I watch. <laughs> no one cares about the Arca schedule. So, anyway, that's my rant on stories, the playoffs, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Um, is NASCAR back? No. Do the playoffs need to go? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was listening that time. Did the final race of this season change my outlook on the whole season? Yes, it also did. So, so yeah, let's... I mean, we've talked for 15 minutes, and we touched on the fact that the championship just happened. Worst championship weekend of all time. Well, let's talk right about now. the truck race. What an absolute disaster. <laughs> everyone That is the worst thing I've ever seen. Everyone in my should be life. fired. Everyone everyone in the truck should be banned from NASCAR competition. Did you see the forever. photo of the flag man? Like with his head in his, his hand? <laughs> yeah. It's like duh. Okay, so Friday night, I fell asleep right after Hosevar spun Heim the first time because Heim was my pick. And I was like, Well, I like Hosevar. I, I love Hosevar. I love Heim. So it was like a that sucked seeing my two guys be the ones to kill each other. Which, I didn't see it until Saturday morning, and you know how awesome it was to fall asleep to a vaguely normal championship truck race, and, and then wake, wake up, up, up to tweets of them saying it was the worst race of all time. I was like, what happened? <laughs> it was like the Knoxville race or whatever it was, where that was that crazy dirt yeah. race, and I didn't watch that. And then I just saw the tweet. Like, what happened last night? It was bad. It was bad. Um, so let's talk about the Hosevar versus Heim. Terrible. Here's here's the thing. Like Carson Hosevar has not done himself any favors over the last couple of years, and how he's um how he's raced other people, and he has seemingly cleaned that up quite a bit. And I don't necessarily think that that was on purpose. I think that was a genuine accident. That being said, I mean, obviously Heim's going to be mad. Like, that was... He was lucky that he didn't really hit anything and that he was he was, he was was going to be fine. He was, he was going to be able to race for... For the championship still. But Heim's payback. Not good. What's rule number one of start car racing? Well, I mean, rule number one is you can wreck someone without wrecking yourself. Yeah, well he didn't. He didn't. Um Dude, I don't I don't if this doesn't encapsulate why one race deciding a championship doesn't work. I think that's that's what's up. It's so stupid. Like when it gets bad enough so that NASCAR stupid. is talking to the cup drivers and going, "Hey guys, y'all saw how not to do it on Friday." <laughs> is when you open the door was for this Carson, garbage. Wait, was Carson racing the cup car? Maybe, maybe. Imagine him sitting in the drivers' meeting. You know what? You know what? I, you know what? Friday is wish, not how to do. You know this? who I wish I could have seen during the the Sunday drivers' meeting. Eric Amarola, because your teammates retire, you you and your teammate are both retiring, and your teammate gets a standing ovation and all this pageantry, and you get absolutely oh yeah, and nothing. Bacon Man's leaving us too yeah, and you get nothing. I mean that is so disrespectful. I mean I understand that yeah, Kevin Harvick is an all time great first ballot Hall of Famer, the man that replaced the Intimidator, the whiniest little complainer on the earth that definitely I am not going to miss. But he is a legend and <laughs> you're his teammate and Eric Amarola is not a legend. Like no offense Eric. I don't like him as a race car driver. As a dude he's a great guy. He's a guy I would like to sit down and have lunch with. Do I want him to drive my race car? Probably not. Do I want to sit down and have a good talk with a guy? Yes. He seems like a great guy. But yeah, to give him absolutely nothing while you roll out the red carpet for his teammate, that's scum. That's awful. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, though, because Kevin deserves it. Eric didn't. Yeah, okay. Well, you, well I mean, if you're going to blatantly play favorites like that, go for it. 
I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it like go that. Go out I'm just and saying win, it's win championships and win races. Just saying it's disrespectful. No. I you mean, can choose to be disrespectful. That's fine. I'm just how saying. much good has Kevin done for the sport versus how much good has Eric done for the sport? Kevin Harvick is a whiny little loser. <laughs> that was the biggest. Who has made how many headlines year? over the years? A lot. There you go. But you're just not understanding what I'm saying. Is um, yeah, it's a spit in the face to Eric Amarola on the way out. I don't. I don't think he would see it as that way. Oh, I would. I definitely would. That is that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um, that is a, such did. a that is such a green take too. He doesn't deserve to be thanked on the way out the door because he did nothing. Is the most green take I have ever heard in my well, life. Well, it's not that he didn't do nothing, but I don't think we should expect the red carpet be rolled out like it was for Harvick. Harvick's a Hall of Famer. You can't do. You can't let both of them walk down the red carpet. You you got to keep. You got to hold Eric off of the red carpet. Yeah, and then we'll take up the red can't carpet and then give, he can can't walk down. Even give him a thank you. Yes, you can give him a thank you, but we're not going to give him a blue coat. What you're saying is you're not, and that's hilarious, and I love that. I love that. I love that. That's your stance on. I just think there's a lot (laughs) of difference between Eric Almarola retiring versus (laughs) Kevin Harvick retiring. So you're basically saying you're going to let Kevin eat at the adult table at Thanksgiving, but Eric's got to go sit on the kitty table. Absolutely, that's hilarious. Well, that is the most green take I have. Is Kevin Harvick not going to be a first ballot Hall? Famer. Yes, but he's is not, Eric Almarola. They're ever both gonna retiring. Have, is you Eric, can't, you is can't Eric going to team, ever have a chance? Teammates. It doesn't you, matter. That is so disrespectful. That is so blatantly disrespectful. That's like <laughs> because if you want to do something incredible for Kevin Harvick, that's awesome. It should be from the fans. Hey, thank you for doing all this stuff for our sport. We love you. Okay. The fans are allowed to be as biased and impartial as they want to. I have a just have a feeling that as like the team, the governing body, if two people are leaving, you can't look at one of them and say, "Thank you for everything you've done. We we uh, absolutely adore you. Thank you." And then turn to his teammate and say, "Kill yourself." And then okay, walk I'm away. not saying that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's kind of what it's kind no, of the it's, vibe you're giving. Okay, me here. here's here's the thing. Kevin Harvick, you yes, there's a huge show because he is one of the most He's one of the most impactful he's, drivers. You heard it here, folks. He's one of the most. He's one of the most impactful drivers in this I mean, two thousand one he takes over Dale Senior. Tragic carries yeah, carries that car and carries that team on through that year and has shown that he deserves to be there the whole time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Eric Almarola, it's a thank you for being here. Enjoy your retirement. Kevin Harvick, it's a thank you for your huge contributions to the sport. I just think that's kind of that's just unprofessional. Just that's unprofessional. I I think it would be pretty embarrassing. I think it'd that be is unprofessional. I think it's better because it would be a lot more embarrassing for Eric to be like. All right, Kevin, congratulations on your retirement. Yeah! Woo! And Eric's retiring too. Cricket. Cricket. I'm just Cricket. I'm just saying it's just unprofessional. It's it's so unprofessional. That's fine. If the fan if the fans want to make Kevin Harvick a god in the Greek pantheon, I don't care. I'm just saying that as an official NASCAR thing, it's very unprofessional to give one guy the golden goose and then give the other guy you know, like a ripped up ticket to Charlie's Chocolate Factory. Like I just don't. I just. I, it just seems so blatantly disrespectful. Um. But, anyways, hey, I did fact there, check. Um. Carson Hosevar was in fact in the meeting beautiful. talking about that how that is incredible. <laughs> also, biggest loser of the weekend somehow Stuart Haas Racing because not only have they lost two drivers, they've lost two major sponsors. They've got a driver that's coming in from Junior Motorsports that will probably be okay. Stuart Haas is in a bad spot right now. Gene Haas is getting cooked over the coals right now, dude. Formula One team, terrible. NASCAR team, even worse somehow. Drivers, gone. Sponsors, gone. Washed up team, yes. So why? Hilarious. I don't know what their problem is. Because it's not money. No, they got money. 
I just don't. I just don't see what they've what they've been. Do you doing. think it's a lack of care? Like you Maybe. just throw the money at it and not throw it, the money at it, it and the problems go away. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. It's blown have... my mind. Oh, sorry, you know how and uh, DBC was talking about this a little bit, and it's not even related to this week. It was just something they said. It's like a crew chief doesn't get fired; they get repositioned. Yes, because someone can be very good and the personalities don't mix. So they move them to someone else or they move it to a different department. I wonder if part of it is like Stewart's not there. I'm just going to call it how I see it. Stewart's not there most of the time. And Haas is throwing the money at it and no one's looking at the personnel and how the personnel vibe with each other. Yeah. You know, it kind of feels like Stewart house racing is one of those little games you give a kid with the little holes in the pegs. And Stuart Haas is trying to put the the square peg in the round hole, and it's not working. For and some reason, figure, I was thinking of the Cracker Barrel games. Like, he's a ignoramus. He's an ignoramus. <laughs> Gene Haas is an ignoramus. Write that down. <laughs> the the multi-billionaire <laughs> that created a multi-continent-spanning con, like, motorsports <laughs> empire has been called an ignoramus by a podcast host. Somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, so I just uh, it just we feels can like make a t-shirt. This will be our first t-shirt we ever sold. It says yeah. "You're as dumb as Gene Haas." You're as <laughs> dumb as Gene Haas. I'm gonna do and it. And on the back, it just says "Ignoramus." Ignoramus. <laughs> Ignoramus. Ignoramus. <laughs> and but don't spell it right. Spell it. <laughs> yeah. Ignoramus. All of the words have to be purposely misspelled. <laughs> And it's in like the Haas colors too. Oh, yes. Man, I'm going to make one. So, <laughs> anyway. I love how our first merch. Um, well, we've had merch Offer before. was not about us. Yeah. It's and Gene. it wasn't even. I'm sure Gene Haas is a very smart man. Yeah. Gene Haas is a very smart man. Is that going to stop us from calling him an ignoramus? No. Anyway. This is why so, you come here for your motorsports news. Stuart Haas is in the mud. I know some people that used to, um, that are in various different industries that used to work at Stuart Haas that had not very nice things to say about Stuart Haas. And that's why they don't work there anymore. Not about Gene or Tony, just the, just Stuart Haas. The structure? The structure, yes. Um, they didn't really voice what those specific concerns were. But they they did say, oh yeah, I worked at Stuart Haas. That place is terrible. I now am somewhere else. Not naming any names. I'm not. I'm not. You know, it could be. They could be telling a lie. Everybody could be treating them great, and then they'd be like, well, I left that dump. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Was it multiple? Yes. Or is this single source? It's, it's multiple sources. Yeah. These yes. Okay. I'm not going to elaborate any further than no, that. No, you don't have to. I just didn't know if it was one or multiple. Yeah. Um, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a morale issue. Well, anyways, we didn't need to go on that side change it. I was just curious what your thoughts were. Um, ben Rhodes comes away with the championship after it was all said and done. Good for him, I reckon. I mean, I ain't got nothing. Else, I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Do you? I actually, I disagree because I didn't want Ben Rhodes to win the championship because it kind of goes into my whole uh, structure thing, where I want the Truck Series to be a stepping stone to Xfinity, and Ben Rhodes clearly is never going to get out. And instead of a championship that a young driver like a Corey Heim or a Carson Hosevar that they did not deserve Friday night. They did not deserve that championship Friday night, which is crazy because it's built on one. And anyway, um, Ben Rhodes winning is such a letdown for him and Grant Emfinger would have been the same way because instead of having a young guy with a championship that they can use to bolster their career, to move on up, to become successful, we have a washed-up truck has-been that wins no, a championship don't. again, and he gets drunk and makes a idiot of himself and okay he does do that it's so embarrassing like it just it's just friday as a whole was so embarrassing i am so glad i fell asleep before all this crap went off well but it's not it's not 
this is where we massively disagree. I think yes. sometimes you're going to get beat by the guys that are there all the time. Yes. And you should be if you're okay. not good enough. Okay. Yeah, I do better than the regulars well, to move the thing. up. Corey Heim, we were we were we were ripped from history because Corey Heim would have been the first Truck Series champion. Maybe first NASCAR. I don't think first NASCAR. No, definitely no, not first NASCAR. Kyle Busch. First truck champion ever to win the championship without starting every race. Yeah. He uh, was that good. It definitely would have been Cup because you know how Cup Series was 60 years ago, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah There's yeah. like 60 well, races. And then you have Kyle Busch in 2015 that gets hurt, misses half the season, comes back and runs the playoffs and wins a championship. Which, I mean, I... If that didn't make you say what, then I don't know what will. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> There's so that, many that issues. That should have been Joey Logano's year. But anyway. So many issues. It's crazy. But Do I still have these charts? Now we'll move on oh, over. I've got it. Okay, hold on. Before you leave, before you leave, Corey Heim had a, a total of, uh, this is Winston points because I think Perfect. that's still the best points game. Um, he would have had a 136-point lead. 136 points over Grant Enfinger. So Grant Enfinger would have been the next guy to win it, in my personal opinion. I'm just saying. Um, also, I love how this makes so much sense. Carson Osevar, I think, had the most wins in the truck series. Finished fifth because of his wild inconsistencies. So, hey, you did great. You win, but also you DNF'd a lot. You had some really bad races. So you don't necessarily finish first because you won a lot so i think it's a very fair point system but top 10 in truck series uh win some points Corey heim grant Enfinger, christian eckes which is a great season from cricket christian eckes by the way from cricket um cricket uh ben rhodes carson of our fifth nick sanchez great rookie season from nick sanchez zane smith matt crafton chase purdy and ty majeski are your winston points top 10 of course, your winner in that, Ben Rhodes, would have finished fourth in Winston Cup standings. So, Yeah. I mean, this is just one of those examples of one winner, one race winner doesn't, one race win doesn't mean you should have the championship. Yep. And I feel like we have three examples of that this year. <laughs> you know? Yep. Three. So, let's move on. To the Xfinity Series. The Xfinity Series was a lot more of a respectable race. Yeah, the Xfinity Series race was a great race. I mean, we came down to, of course, green-white checkered. With, like, all four, like, one, two, three, four. And they were four wide yep. with two to go. I mean, that's exactly what NASCAR wanted, you know? Correct. So, um, Cole Custer was out in the lead before the yellow comes out. He makes it work even after being put in a bad spot at that restart. Um, but Cole Custer wins. Again, another example of it doesn't work. People call him Stone Cole Custer because he drinks one beer, two beers, three beers, a margarita, a Bloody Mary. I'm a big Stone Cold fan, and <laughs> comparing Stone Cold to Cole Custer is so funny because they are exact opposites. Cole Custer looks like a dweeb that Stone Cold would beat up as a side character and chug beer over his body. That's just that's just what it would be. And it's so funny that they're trying to make him into Stone Cold Custer because he would be just he's so just wet paper bag guy. <laughs> wet paperback personality that they're like, oh yeah, he's cool. He, uh, he's cool though uh, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, Stuart Haas winning a championship this year. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, do we have the Winston points for the Xfinity? We do. Don't respect my boy Stone Cold like that. Stone Cold would be turning over in his. Hell in a Cell match. All right. So, Xfinity Series, well, Bush Series points. 
we would have had John Hunter Nemechek winning the championship. As he should have. This is like the second or third year that John Hunter Nemechek would have won the championship in full season points. People were like, he he stinks. He can't close it out. No, he's by far the best one there. He just doesn't have the luck to win the final race. He does everything else right. He'll win you a ton of races, leads you a bunch of laps, but he just it comes up short in the last one, but it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So, you know what it's like? It's just another example. Is Let's say, of course, this is racing, so it doesn't exactly work. Let's say you're playing football, all right? You're pl- me and you are playing football against each other, and I score 48 points in the game, but then with two minutes left, they're like, okay, the other team, you guys are getting beat by a lot. Um, next to score wins the game. So you <laughs> you score and you win the game. Even I kick though, a field goal. Yeah. I outscored you by 41 points. Behold the NASCAR playoff system. That's the way it is. Crazy. All right. Anyway, just, just rant aside. Bush series points. John Hernimacek is your winner with 4,826. Austin Hill coming in P2. Uh, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer, Sam Mayer round up your top five. Josh Berry, Parker Kligerman, Daniel Hemrick, Sheldon Creed, and Riley Herbst finishing 10th. Parker Kligerman. Parker Kligerman in the uh, Big Machine Racing Car. Of course, That's that awesome. is a RCR affiliate. They are right behind RCR in that complex. In that complex. It used to be uh, Richard Petty was in that complex as well. They, I don't think they are anymore. Um, Legacy is not. Um, it's uh, RCR colleague, ECR engines. Big Machine Racing, and a couple other things are all in that little complex there. Fun little spot. Was the was the points battle close there? Uh, 37 points. Which I'm pretty sure which is. was John Hunter versus Austin Hill. I think that's like 10 positions in Winston it would have came, I think it would have came down to the final race. Yeah, which that's awesome. Yep. Um, Anything else to say about the Xfinity Series? No, what a joke. I mean, it's, it's just... Cole Custer winning the championship is just... I thought it was pretty comedic because of the way you so were talking about it last week. Stupid. Like, I don't understand why we have this week, it, with ex- with the exception of Ryan Blaney, we had the most unlikable winners this week. It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's like, Ryan Blaney is the exception. I really like Ryan Blaney. We'll talk about more about Cup in just a second. But Ben Rhodes... Cole Custer, these are our NASCAR champions. These two ignoramuses, we've, we've given them championships. What? I just don't get it. And Ford, I, I don't know, terrible year for Ford, but they walk home with three championships. I know. That's hilarious to wild me. to me. You know, naturally, I was picking Chevys and Toyotas, so Ford swept the weekend. So that's how it uh, goes. You're welcome, Ford. I guess. Um, yeah, just so funny that St- Stone Cold Custer and drunk off your gourd Ben Rhodes are the two guys that we were like, yeah, those are those are, those our, champions. are our champions. Well, and I look at others. I'm like, oh dear lord, we're doomed. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and um, forget about that. This is an open letter to NASCAR. Please start rigging the championships. Please start blatantly rigging the championships. No one will care. No one will ever care. Please let John Hernemachek show up with a car that is 86 miles per hour faster so that Stone Cold Custer doesn't have a chance to win a championship. DQ everyone except the person you want to win. I'm I'm, I'm into the, like begging stage of denial now. I've already went through all the seven stages of grief. And I'm to the point of just, I'm not accepted it yet. But I thought I'm that the, was one of I'm them. I'm to the bargaining. I'm to the bargaining stage where I'm begging NASCAR to retroactively disqualify them. <laughs> <laughs> to save the sport. Good Lord. You cannot have Cole Custer as a banner bearer all right, let's, and expect all right, NASCAR need, to I think we prosper. need to move on. You're getting a little too caught up I'm in things. I'm so, so, so distraught. Going to Sunday. This is the worst timeline of Sunday, events. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Shut up. Sorry. This weekend at the Dome. <laughs> so, Cup Series, 
championship race at Phoenix. I was actually able to watch like the grand majority of this. I was too, sadly. <laughs> it was a pretty good race. It was okay. I was okay with it. Hey, one th- great thing happened this weekend. Ross Chastain won the race. I was I was very yeah, excited. That's really cool. You'd never know if you watched the broadcast. No, but never, he did win never would have thunk it. Um, I was really excited for a minute. I wanted Byron to win. Me too. And he was doing really well there for a minute. On pole. Yep. And he he stayed up there, and he just... When Blaney fixed his car, because, you know, Blaney was having those handling issues. When Blaney fixed his car, he was lights out. Yep. And I kind of thought that might be the case, because when he was mad about his car and complaining about his car and screaming about his car... He was one of the faster cars on the racetrack. So I was like, if they get that sucker dialed in, he's gone. Yeah, he had the long run speed that everybody else just didn't. Yeah. So Ryan Blaney walks away with it. Um, Didn't have to fight a green-white checkered at the end or anything like that. Not going to lie, I was hoping for it. (laughs) But Ryan Blaney wins after a mediocre season at best. Let's look at RSO picks, and then uh, we'll take a look at quick uh, Winston point standings. I was about to say we were going to look at because I've got all three of them saved, baby. Winston points uh, standings. William Byron would have been your Winston point champion, and then in every hilarious fashion, Denny Hamlin would have come up just short. It's beautiful. Seventeen points uh, to be exact. Yep, Chris Busher was thirty-three points behind. Chris Bell was forty-two points behind. I don't know exactly how many points you can score in Winston format. In 185 one is the winner. I don't know how much last place gets. So up. you're telling me that we would have went into championship weekend with six eligible, eligible drivers. Six at eligible least, drivers. At least five. Because Larson... Oh, yeah. Well, Larson finished 178 down. Yeah. I just don't know how much you get for finishing 30th. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Denny Hamlin, P2. Chris Busher, P3. Robbed of his rightful place. Christopher Bell, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain. Ross finishing top 10. Just had a quiet year, but finished top 10. Yeah. I think they omitted uh, Ty Gibbs because I'm sure Ty Gibbs would have also finished top 10 because he's the GOAT. That that that's your take right there. Let's look at regular point standings without the playoffs. That would have been William Byron again coming home with a win. Denny Hamlin just short, eight points short to be exact. Um in second, Christopher Bell, third, Martin Trix Jr. and Kyle Larson wrap up your top five. Ryan Blaney is in sixth in this format, 131 points back. Brad Kozlowski, Tyler Reddick, Chris Busher, and Ross Chastain finish out your top 10. And just a little fun side note, Kevin Harvick finished 11th on that standings. So, I mean, both of those tell you that Ryan Blaney should not have been in contention. <laughs> I mean, he was a full race plus some behind in Winston. And um, he was actually over two races behind in the current regular points format. But here we are. I feel like we've told this story before. It's almost like every year this happens. Gosh, it makes me so mad. But that is where the points stand there. Now let's talk about our own points. RSO picks. We had determined last week that it was a lost cause for Turnpike. We even it's, it's it's a lost cause. We tried to help. We actually met, recorded. Actually, it's a lost recording because we realized our math was wrong. But we <laughs> we made picks for the Xfinity and Truck Championship, to which neither one of us got them right. So it didn't no, even matter. I don't think in the any first of us place. got anything correct. No, we went zero for five. Yes, because Denny Hamlin wasn't in it. So yes. yeah, zero for five. So. Let's go ahead and look at how the race finish went for us. Um, I 
I picked Christopher Bell. So that went well. Yep. <laughs> 36th place, literally last. Gives me 10 points. You picked William Byron, getting you a fourth place spot right there. Wow. 74 points. That's good. So helpful. Yes. So that's going to bring our closing of point standings. Drum roll, please. No. Green, 16.15. Turnpike, 13.99. Wow. That's a 216 point gap. Down to the wire. I am the RSO Picks champion for 2023, and we are officially even. One to one. One to one. It's incredible. So, going back to the race on Sunday, Turnpike, what were your thoughts on the championship race for the Cup Series? It was okay. Like, it was a Phoenix race. I mean, it was a better Phoenix race than the first Phoenix race. Um, But... Just one of those things. It just, it's just, I just couldn't enjoy it that much because of what was happening. Because I'm watching a driver I picked to win the championship should be winning the championship, not win the championship. And it's kind of hard for me to enjoy it knowing that because I'm like a, like a legacy guy. You know, it's like, oh, you know, this is their legacy. You know, you've won this many titles. You're this good. You've won this many races. And I'm watching somebody that should turn their their resume into a championship winning resume, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard for me to enjoy it when I'm watching somebody that is you, you take away the championship, somebody that rightfully deserved it in every metric. Well, the give com- it to someone else. The comparability of championships is no longer a thing. No, it's not. I mean, they're completely different. They're completely and, different. Yeah. So I, I agree 100%. Um, Phoenix, as a season closer, like, it's... Stupid? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Eric made a point where he was like, I don't want my championship deciding race if it's going to be winner take all to be chaos and that that's fair i'm not saying let's go to bowman gray and settle this like men i'm saying charlotte i think charlotte would be perfect yep the roval is what i mean no (laughs) no charlotte oval would be perfect for this um I don't have a huge problem with Phoenix being the closer, but I don't love it. You know what I mean? So. All right. I found the chart I was looking for. This is a breakdown. Have you seen these charts? It's like a breakdown of all the points. Like I saw something about that. Yeah. All right. So let's check this out. Here is your stats for this season. Most wins. William Byron. Top fives. William Byron. That's a tie. Top tens. Byron. Top fifteens. Byron. Top twenties. Chris Buescher. Top 25, Busher and Byron. Uh, average start, that one goes to Byron. Average start goes to Bell. Poles go to Bell. Stage wins go to Byron. Consecutive top threes go to Byron. Consecutive top fives go to Byron. Of course, those are tied with Hamlin and Truex Jr. Um, consecutive top tens, Kyle Busch, boy. Consecutive top uh, 15s, Byron. 13 top 15s in a row, by the way. Um some other stats. Races with most laps led. Byron is tied with Larson. Uh, let's go down. At playoff average finish, Byron. Average, average driver rating with a 98.7 is Byron. Um, most playoff points, Byron. Points scored in the playoffs, Byron. So answer me this question because I don't, you know, I understand the playoffs, but I don't un- entirely understand the playoffs. Byron would have came in to... Byron doesn't even sound like a real word anymore. I've said it so many times. <laughs> Byron, Byron, Byron. Um, so, William. I'm not saying that word anymore for a What, Byron? Because <laughs> it, it sounds fake now that I'm saying it. Byron. Byron? Those are just sounds. Anyway. Um, so, William came into the playoffs, what, P2, behind Martin Truex Jr. Because Martin Truex Jr. was the regular season champion, Correct. Yep. He scored the most points in the playoffs. He scored more points than anybody else. Okay? 
So how was he almost eliminated if he scored more points? If you start in second place and score more than everyone else. I think he just didn't score more than everyone else in that round. In that time. Yeah. Okay. In the round of eight, he didn't score as much. But through the other rounds, he scored more than everyone else. Yes. Okay, that's fair enough. Because I'm like... How does you, that work? This is so stupid. What? what the, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. This, and this, you expect... I watch this every week. And I don't... How do this, you expect this thing, Jim that's watching his first race to understand what's going on? Yeah, this, this points format is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And I've seen Gene Haas. So... I've heard he's an ignoramus. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, you want to hear something else stupid? Sure. Motorsports games. God, that's good. <laughs> Let's go. How is the stock doing today? It was bad so, yesterday. Did you hear anything from? Oh, I heard. Oh, I heard. Yeah. So IndyCar game is happening. I guarantee it. Did they? Did you hear anything from the earnings call? I did not. Uh, I did not listen to it. Um, good news is I'm only down 76% on my motorsports games. No, that's good. So that's awesome. Um, I bought in at $12. So it, it converted from whatever it was when I bought it. Um, it, I bought it when the average cost was $12 and 60 cents per share. It is down to $3 per share. Um, wow. It's down 24% in the last month. Um, it's actually up a little bit because yesterday it crashed, and currently, right now, after hours, there's someone uh, pumping the stock. So technically, it's up a little bit, um, but it's been it was down ten percent this week. That's rough. That, so I mean, IndyCar game should come out, but I don't. It should have anyways, and all of a sudden, the entire IndyCar team was let go. I mean. <laughs> How do you even do that? What's It's bad. It's bad. I'm really glad that they were they sold the NASCAR license. Cuz at least we have hope now. You know? Yes. God, so weird. It's such a sucky time to be a NASCAR fan. <laughs> Ratings down every week. Star power, none. Racing, terrible. Video game, bad. Company that created video game, Dead. going out of business. Dale, gone. Richard, <laughs> old. Like it's like <laughs> it's like. What do you have to? What as a NASCAR fan? What do you have? To I look thought you were about to say like gone soon or something gone like soon. that. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Dale, dead. Richard, dead soon. <laughs> Richard Petty's my NASCAR heroes. <laughs> Don't think I'm saying this out of spite. I, 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 wanna... I mean, there, there's a limit on there's, how long you, you yeah, go. When, well, when you've been the king for that long, baby, it wears on you. His name ain't Elizabeth. God save the queen. Hopefully. So. Oh, did you not? <laughs> God save our precious queen. I mean, she's not my queen, but I mean, you know what? <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> I have officially decided that yeah, Queen Elizabeth, she my queen. Do you know she's dead? I think so. <laughs> that was the most disappointing three days of my life. I stood in line to meet the queen for three days, and I get to the front, and she's dead. Like what the heck? <laughs> what? That's a never mind. What? That was one of those Todd and Aaron jokes. They're like, most disappointing thing of 2022, meeting the queen. I wait in line for like four days, and then I get to the front, and she's dead? Oh. Because <laughs> people like literally at her funeral like stood outside to for like, see the... like two days to see the casket, yeah. I think like um, one of my other sporting heroes, David Beckham, signed jersey. Um, he is, of course, a English sporting icon he's like the biggest deal ever over there and uh they offered him they're like hey he's like i want to pay my condolences and they said well hey we can like sneak you in this side door and you can like you know just come in and you know pay your respects and then leave and he was like no i'm gonna wait in line with everyone else and he went and stood in line with everybody else Mm. i was like that's a 
that's a hero. That's awesome. I wouldn't have been that heroic. I would have been like, I would yeah. not have either. <laughs> I'm not staying on the line for two days. Nope. <laughs> although, although I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> let's get into European politics. Anyway, back to NASCAR. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a week! <laughs> Gosh darn it! I'm so sad. I'm happy that NASCAR is over for a while. It's just, it's just. I'm just so burnt out of it right now, with every all the crap happening with championships and all the crap with points and playoffs and stuff. I was having gr- a great time watching NASCAR this year until like Daytona. The first one? <laughs> yeah, the Daytona 500. <laughs> it went downhill from there. <laughs> now the the, 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 the the cutoff race. Gotcha. And as soon as the playoffs start, it starts, it's it just, it's it just stupid. loses its, it just loses its feel to me. Yeah. It just doesn't feel real anymore. Well, and it's one of those things that's like, I like to have thought that I would go, yeah, so I'm just going to like stop caring about the championship after the regular season and be like, yeah, the regular season champ, that's probably the champ that earned it. But then Martin Truex Jr. just like did not show up. Yeah, he collapsed. He, yeah, he wouldn't have won it anyway. No, he would have been fifth yeah. in Winston points. How fifth. stupid. 90-something points back. I'm pretty sure positions are like three. No, I don't know. I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, it's bad, bad deal. Correct. The entire thing. The entire sport. It's just bad now facts um there is a test going on though um so nascar had their state of the sport um little press address it wasn't good they they talked about how awesome the playoffs are it made me die um but they are doing a test i think it's this coming week at phoenix with different rear with different rear transaxles which should mean they are trying to get rid of shifting. Now, to be fair, it made me really mad for them to say they have no interest in adding horsepower because they want to touch this stuff first, which I get, whatever. They're trying to cover their bases, but, I mean, that's at least hope for this short track package, you know? Um, But I didn't feel like we had a huge problem with passing at Phoenix. You know, like, it was hard to pass, but that was Phoenix, you know? Yep. It wasn't impossible to pass. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm all out of thoughts. You're all out of thoughts? It is late. It is my 10.20. Thoughts are, my thoughts are destroyed. Um, yeah. For the record, I kept the energy up way longer Ridiculous. than you did. Ridiculous. Well, I, I, I've spent all mine at the beginning just ranting about things, and now I'm like, I've said all I want to say. So we need to go over the ARCA schedule now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will end this podcast. <laughs> I will delete everything. So we're starting at Daytona. <sighs> Man. Daytona. Anyway, folks, I think we're going to try to wrap it up here. So anyway, this will be the final episode of season two. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> And we're going to start up a little something new. And by something new, we mean the exact same crap, just it says a different season. Uh, same season crap, three. different pile. Yep. <laughs> same trailer, different park. Um, I can't think of any more of those wow. analogies right well, now. Well, I didn't think we were going to do any more of them. Were you? Same trailer, different park. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. So, uh, season three. <laughs> We'll be starting. We're not entirely sure what off season looks like for us this year. Um, last year we sat down and discussed some things, and uh, this year we have not. So uh, we'll try to come up with something interesting. I don't know when we'll post. I don't know when we'll record because next week we'll we'll figure it out. But we'll see you whenever we decide to do that. You know what I'm realizing? What we missed one point system that we have looked at in the previous year. What Mario Kart. Point standings. Mario Kart point standings. Well, we'll 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 give you that next week, maybe, <laughs> because that's the most important. Also, <laughs> didn't last year weren't the Mario Kart point standings like pretty good? I think like, they were decent. <laughs> they're better than the actual NASCAR playoff format. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. It's funny, isn't it? Ha ha ha! All right, folks, 
Well, we're going to go ahead and get the heck out of here. I have been turned by you have been ugly. And uh, you should not be calling our viewers. I wasn't ugly. talking to them. You weren't looking at me. You were looking at them. <laughs> yeah, because you're ugly. I can't stand to look at you anymore. Well, that is the pot calling the kettle black. So, anyway, folks, it's been real. It's been fun. Ain't been real fun. We'll see you next week when RSO comes back with another below average episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. It's right sides only. See you next week. Or not. Fair enough. <laughs>